green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, February 6th. Miracle of Miracles. They actually listened. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 3, verses 1 through 10 from the King James Version, which reads, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, and proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. This is God's word. And so, the beached and bleached prophet, formerly a dark-skinned Palestinian, but now, we would surmise, his skin bleached white by the stomach acids within the great fish, and the beached and bleached prophet breaches the towering walls of Nineveh. Walls no doubt decorated with the flayed skin of executed multitudes, as he then walks along the streets lined with severed heads on spikes, alongside the impaled bodies of unfortunate captives, some still perhaps squirming, others perhaps hanging torturously as they are suspended between heaven and earth, nailed alive to wooden posts in the newly devised torture called crucifixion. And it is there that the beached and bleached prophet commences his terse announcement. Yet 40 days, and all this comes crashing down. Perhaps it's worth mentioning at this point that Jonah means dove, but you knew that, didn't you? And that though the dove is universally a symbol of peace to us, that was not the case in this and other Mideastern cultures. If the bald eagle represents august strength and prowess to us, 
The dove was the epitome of fickle flightiness and edgy timidity or downright cowardice. Let's just say that Jonah had a hard time of it growing up in school. But here he is, his uninspiring name matched by a bleached exterior. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with impressive words of wisdom. Well, so said Paul about his entrance into the ancient city of Corinth. No doubt, so also could say Jonah. But open his mouth he does, the sharp message of rebuke resounding through the main street of this great, intimidating pagan city. And the city stops. Miracle of miracles, the city listens. I mean, they really listen. This week we zero in on the Ninevite response to the beached and bleached prophet as we reach the climax of the story in Nineveh's streets, before the prophetic denouement that ends more with an unanswered question than a resolution. But I'm getting ahead of myself again. This week we linger in Nineveh, taking in the ultimate miracle, listening. The day when an entire city stopped and listened to the pronouncements of a flighty bird. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. Having read through this third page of the Jonah story yet again, what do you see? How do you sense the Lord nudging you, the Spirit summoning you? What do you see in Nineveh's response to Jonah's message? What jumps out at you from this page of the Jonah story? Lord, give me ears to hear this story of the prophet who ran, the God who chased him down with a storm, the sailors who displayed faith, compassion, and concern where we would expect none the reluctant prophet who hid below deck and ultimately yielded himself to the waves and into the gullet of that great fish. Then, finding himself back on the shore, the divine summons repeated a fresh opportunity to heed and follow and speak from the bowels of the great fish to the bowels of the great city, and what that great city did with the message of the prophet who ran. Yes, please let me hear your voice and learn the lessons you would teach in each line as this story unfolds. And through it, lead me to my own Nineveh. Through your mercies. <laughs>